Today on Bridges. You know that you need to say no. You've made the decision that you need to say no, but you cannot tell the person yet. You think, well, I'll text them. So you, but you don't press send, right? How about we give up trying to manage what other people think? Because there are some wonderful people on planet Earth who get it, right? There are people who understand we cannot say yes to everything. Today we're going to talk about one word with two letters that can be very hard to say sometimes, and that word is no. So I'm so glad that all of you could be here today at WHTN. We're going to talk about it's okay to say no. It has to be because it is impossible to do everything uh, that's requested of us and to be everything to everyone. So we've got to be okay. We've got to understand that it's okay to say no. Now, I want us to first look at some of the reasons why it's hard to say no and just see if any of these resonate with you. Maybe we are people pleasers. <laughs> are we afraid that we might disappoint somebody? How about we don't like confrontation? We're afraid of that. What will happen when I say no? Will the world fall apart? Well, we're thinking and acting like it might. How about if I don't agree to do this thing for this person that I love, they're going to think that I'm a terrible person. Maybe they won't like us anymore. Maybe at work we're thinking, well, there could be ramifications. If I say no to this project, maybe I won't be included or I won't be asked for potential projects. Do you see kind of one of the common threads here is the fear and the fear of rejection? the fear that something bad will happen as if we're holding the world together <laughs> and that if we say no, the feeling of maybe responsibility, you know, that if I don't say yes to this, who will do it? And especially as believers in Christ, we might have some angst about that because we see that the task or that the mission or that that ministry is really important. And we think, but gosh, if I, if I say no, who will do that? So what do we do with this one word with two letters, no, that can be so hard to say, and yet we know that sometimes we have to say no. We realize that maybe there are times at work we have to make a sacrifice and really double down for a particular project. But if that is happening in our lives every day, day after day, there is going to be a crash and burn. Even the Bible says that our frames are but dust. We're not immortal. I mean, we have boundaries. We have points that we're going to become exhausted, that we're going to become burned out. So as we talk today about it's okay to say no, I want us to first realize that what we can say yes to is truth. And if we were more grounded in saying yes to truth, then saying no would be a whole lot easier. Not that it might not cause us a little bit of angst, and not that it might ruffle other people's feathers, but we have to say yes to the truth so much and so often, 100% of the time, that even if others are disappointed by our no's, we're so saturated on our yes to the truth that we're okay. First thing I want us to look at, let's say yes to the truth that we have value. 
Ephesians 2.10 says, and I'll read out of the New Living Translation, for we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So yes to truth. We have value. We are God's masterpiece. A masterpiece is of quality, is of great value. But if we don't know that we're God's masterpiece, right? We might be tempted to compromise. We might think, well, I need to do X, Y, Z, because if I don't, nobody will like me. I don't have any value unless I'm accepted by that group of people, so I need to say yes to that. You all, we are his masterpiece. His word says he created us to do good, things that he's planned for long ago. So sometimes we have to say, okay, now am I going to do these, be able to do the things that God has planned for me long ago, or am I going to be doing this thing for X, Y, Z, who I just met yesterday? <laughs> and so we have to say yes to truth and get saturated in the truth that we are God's masterpiece. Let's just say we don't, but let's just say we had a Mona Lisa, the original, in our house. If that wasn't our style or our decorating taste, if we didn't know the Mona Lisa's value, if somebody came by and said, hey, you know, I'll give you 25 bucks for that, we might like, yeah, I don't like it. Go ahead, take it, right? Because we don't know the value. And so many times in our lives, we don't know our value to God. We haven't considered the price that Jesus Christ paid for us when he gave his life on the cross. We haven't thought about that. We're thinking about just this moment and what other people are thinking and what they're feeling or what big need that's out there. So when we say it's okay to say no, understand first we say yes to truth, that we are God's masterpiece, that he has all of these good things that he said that he's planned for us long ago. And you, we don't want to mess that up. So we have to say yes to truth. And then we have to say we have purpose because that's what the Bible says. Look at John 15 and verse 16. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. We are chosen by the creator of the whole universe. We think that we found God. Like we'll say that, well, I found God on X, Y, Z day. And I know what we mean when we say that, but you all, he chose us. Before the foundations of the earth, he chose us. And not only did he choose us, he chose us to produce lasting fruit. In other words, to make a difference. And I want to say this, sometimes people think that, that all that means is to build big buildings or to have really large ministries. You all, that's not, that's not necessarily producing lasting fruit. That might be. Being able to love our families, being able to walk in the character and in the integrity of Christ, you all, that's lasting fruit. Being able to tell the truth when the pressure is coming at us from all sides, and where there might be temptation to compromise or to not do what's right. You all, that is lasting fruit. Being able to disciple people that can stand the test of time and the storms of life and stand in the righteousness of Christ, that is producing lasting fruit. 
Raising a child to know and love the Lord, that is lasting fruit. Being able to give to the poor, being able to look after the fatherless and the orphans, that's lasting fruit. It's not just big buildings. It's not just books that people write, although that's fine and well if that's what he's called us to do. But think about this before you say yes to anything that you're not comfortable with. Is this what God chose you for? It may be a really good project, but is that a part of the lasting fruit that he decided that he wants you to do? we got to kind of slow down and begin to really say, I want to say yes to truth. I want to say yes to God's truth in my life. And you all, if we knew what value that we had to the Lord, some of us might not have married some of the people that we did or got into some of the relationships that we did. And so that's not at all to blame the victim. It's to say, hey, if we can restart, if we can back up and say, I realize my value now and that I don't deserve to be treated this way. I don't deserve to take that. God didn't call us to be doormats. We have value and we have purpose. And that purpose is to bear fruit and fruit that will remain. And then we also have assignments. He makes us stewards. He gives us things to do. Matthew 25, starting in verse 20, listen, it says, The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with uh, five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. So when we look at that, and some people will call that the parable of the talents, and we'll talk about our gifts, he gives us all things to do, and he entrusts us with gifts, and it's up to us to multiply those and to use them wisely. And if we don't ever say no to anything that comes down the pike, we might miss some of those opportunities. We might be doing, you know, some people say, well, it's a good thing, but it's not a God thing. Whatever way that you want to put it and however that we want to say it, we can't afford to not obey God. Whatever he's placed in our hearts in terms of spiritual gifts, even physical gifts, finances, we are responsible to God for how we use those things. And we need to say yes to the truth, to the assignments that he's given us to multiply what he's sown in our lives, which is all about bearing fruit and fruit that will remain. You all, it's okay to say no. Here's the thing. We start with saying yes to truth and then say no to everything else. If we get invitations if there are expectations that don't line up with the value that we have in Christ. So that would mean certain relationships, we just don't have them, right? Not that those people are bad, not that God doesn't love them, but if it's not an equally yoked situation, 
even if it's a person that says that they're a Christian, but what they ask of us, what they require of us, their actions toward us, if they are demeaning, if it's abusive, if it's emotionally abusive, we need to say no to that relationship. I, I talked with a young girl once, young woman in, in her early 20s, and she, it was so hard for her to say no that she agreed to marry a man because she didn't know how to say no. She didn't want to hurt his feelings. And, you know, we may think that that's outrageous, and on some level it is, but you all, things like that happen all the time. We don't speak up and say no when we're uncomfortable or when something doesn't line up with what we've got going. That's a, a very serious example of saying yes to a marriage that you don't want. But there are other situations where we take jobs, we take on volunteer responsibilities, we do things at work, we maintain relationships, and we're not comfortable, but we just keep doing them because why? Well, people might think X, Y, Z. You guys, people are going to think whatever they want to think, no matter what we say or do. And sometimes even with our best honest efforts, what we do is not perceived as good enough by somebody else. So when I say it's okay to say no, like it's okay to say no, and it's okay if other people don't like it. And that's like for me a real lesson in growth, right? Because I really, at my core, really want everyone to like me. I want people to think I'm a nice person. And sometimes they just don't when we have to say no. Or they don't understand because they think, well, it's just a little small thing. But it's not really just a little small thing. If you're asking me to drive over to XYZ and it takes me an hour to get there and you want me to stay for four hours and drive back, it's gas, it's time, it's life. And so it has to fit with what I'm able to do. And the same is true for you. And so I want us to learn that not only is it okay to say no, it's okay to resign from all of the extries. And that's how my grandma said the word extra, the extras. And here's what I mean when I say the extras. There's something about, just listen to someone, and I've listened to myself when you say no. The explanations that we give, the justifications that we give, the worry that goes on in our head, have you ever, like, you know that you need to say no, you've made the decision that you need to say no, but you cannot tell the person yet? You think, well, I'll text them. So you, <laughs> but you don't press send, right? The email, you just, you want to press the send. The conversation, like, and you just, I, I don't know, but like sometimes I'll build it up in my head, the worry, I'll practice the conversation in my head. Well, I'm going to say this, and then they're going to say that. Like, we can not only say, no, how about we just resign from all of the extras? The worry, the guilt, oh my goodness, the laborious explanations. Well, you know, I'm not able to do this because of X, Y, Z, and you know, if this was only just a little bit different, and if that, and what I call OPO, other people's opinions. How about if we said no to that? How about if we had a dollar for every time we said, well, you know, I just don't want you to think. I just don't want you to be mad at me. 
I don't want you to think that I don't care. I don't want you to think, I don't want you to think, I don't want you to think. How about we give up trying to manage what other people think? <laughs> because there are some wonderful people on planet Earth who get it, right? There are people who understand we cannot say yes to everything. And it might just be if we're brave and courageous enough to say, and that we've understood it's okay to say no, that the right person can get that assignment. And it might just be that when I say no, that whoever I said no to, like even if they're disappointed that I won't take on that project or that I can't do X, Y, Z, how about me giving them enough credit that they can grow through that disappointment and be okay? I mean, haven't we ever grown through disappointment? Right? You want someone to do something, maybe even something fun to go on a trip and they can't go or they, whatever, and there's disappointment. But haven't we all lived to see another day? So some of it is like that, that own, our own mental <coughs> torment that we put ourselves through when it's really, it's okay to say no. We can't live in unrealistic expectations. I mean, we can, but I'm going to tell you, like, it's made me miserable for a lot of years in my life. Has it made anybody else here miserable? It's hard. And, you know, I know that I was brought up, like, to try to accommodate everybody. Anybody else live in that same house? That's just what a good Christian woman does. You just accommodate everybody and everything. And I'm certainly not suggesting that any of us become mean or rude or just hard to get along with to be hard to get along with. What I'm talking about is us saying yes to truth and protecting the life and the gift that God has given us. When he says that he came to give us life and life more abundantly, that doesn't mean that we live under a pile of obligations and fear and fear of rejection and just trying to get out of this situation and that situation, that's not abundant life. I can tell you all that I have gotten myself into situations where I am so <coughs> scheduled and so overcommitted that my life, basically, I was just a robot. I would get up, right, go to work, fulfill those responsibilities, and then go on to another set of responsibilities, and then go on to another set of responsibilities. And I didn't even really think. I just did what I needed to do. Even though I was praying and reading the Word, I wasn't resting. I wasn't taking the time to reflect. I just had my to-do list. And I was going to do that to-do list. And I was miserable in my heart, but I didn't even have enough faith to say it. So I'm saying to us today, it's okay to say no. Here's a big shocker. It's God's word that's holding the whole world in place. It's not us. Shocker, right? God is able to help all of our family members. He's able to help work situations. He's able to help everything that we face. He is able to help. And he has not put that on us that we have to fulfill everything to be loved, to be understood, and to belong. We get all of that in Christ. 
And so when we say yes to his truth, we're not so needy with other people's opinions and with what they think. It begins to be this really freeing experience. Now, that doesn't mean that saying no won't ever be hard. Because sometimes there are things I want to do, and I wish I could say yes, right? Because there's like all kinds of stuff out there in this world. So we might have to practice saying no. You might write it out. Thank you for thinking of me, but I'm unable to do that at this time. Thank you for asking, but no. <laughs> Remember, one word, two letters, <laughs> put all of our faith together, and let's get ourselves out from that over-obligation and from being over-scheduled and committed. You know what? We might just find that we enjoy our relationship with the Lord more. We might find that we're more able to love people we might feel more chosen, might really feel like, man, you know, I am a work in progress, but God still says that I'm his masterpiece. And it is possible to be both of those at the same time. We are that. We are his masterpiece, and he is still working out everything in our lives. He's perfecting everything that concerns us. So what we can do is just kind of rest like, it's okay to say no. It's not evil. It's not bad. It doesn't mean that we don't love the Lord. You guys, read some of the Gospels. Jesus said no. He said no. He didn't do everything people asked him to do. There are a few times the disciples are out looking for him, and they're like, you know, everybody's looking for you. And he's like, okay, so, you know, I'm going to go over there praying, you know. So he gave us that example that we can't be everywhere and do everything at the same time. So we need to rest on that. And as we focus on saying yes to the truth, and that's really the key, because you can practice saying no all day long. And if we really don't know the truth, it's just really hard. But think about how much less compromise there would be in our lives if we really regarded ourselves as God's masterpiece. When I look at some of the ways that I've gotten myself in trouble, it's because I absolutely did not consider myself God's masterpiece, as his word said. I did not think that he had chose me. I was acting like I chose him and that I needed to work really hard to keep him. <laughs> and he says that he's never going to leave us and he's never going to forsake us. And you all... Even Jesus and his word says that no student is greater than his master. That if he went through rejection, if he went through persecution, then we're going to have to. Didn't people say to him, well, I mean, who are you? Aren't you like the carpenter's son? Like, isn't Mary, like, isn't she your mother? People did not, all people did not get him and accept him. And it's unrealistic this, to think that people are always going to celebrate us. But here's the good news. It's still okay to say no. It's okay. And it's really wonderful when we've said yes to truth. And so I encourage you, just even the three scriptures that we've gone over about today, about our value, about really understanding that we've been chosen and about understanding that he's given us things to do. And you kind of run whatever the request and invitations and expectations are through that filter, and you're going to get clarity. 
you're going to be able to say, oh my goodness, no, I, I can do this, I can't do that, and have peace. I don't know who said this, but it is a fabulous quote. If it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. God wants us to have peace. He wants us to be able to rest. So we've got all of these resources up on the website so that we can go through this over and over again. I put some new things on the website called Beauty Breaks, and they're just a quick timeout in God's Word to find the beauty in His Word. This lesson of being able to say no, I think, has been one of the hardest lessons for me. And I want to say, like, I've learned it, and I'm still learning it. Does that make sense? It's like I do it, and then it's like, oh, I kind of go back just a little bit. It's like, no, in order to say yes to the good that God has for me, sometimes I have to say no, and sometimes you do as well. But truthfully, the more that we can say yes to the truth, the more that we can identify with the truth of his word and believe that and live that, not that I think saying no will ever be totally easy, though sometimes it's easy, but mostly it's not. <laughs> we can get there, like we can grow. And the idea of this life's journey is that the character of Christ is formed in us. The idea of this journey is not that we win the popularity contest, because there's going to come that day that we face God and that we give an account for what we do, and we want him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You said yes to everything that I had for you. And we start with that by saying yes to the truth and by saying no to everything else and by having just enough faith to believe that the world is not going to fall apart because we didn't sign up for XYZ committee or because we're not on the decorating committee for this or because we can't do that or we can't do another Mother's Day out. It's going to be okay. It's okay to say no. God's plan is bigger than any one of us individually. His word is holding this world together. We are not. We think we are. You know, with all of our lists and all of the things that we do, we think, okay, it's all dependent on me. And the thing is, when we can step back from that, we begin really to be able to see God for who he is we begin to see that he is the one that holds the world together and he's got good for you planned. He's got good for all of you that are watching. He's got good for me. It's all about aligning up with his word and believing what he says. And really, it's not just enough to believe it. Like we have to do it. We have to hear it. We have to obey. We have to say a wholehearted yes to his truth and no to everything else. And know that life is going to be okay. That his plans for us are better than what we're thinking. They're better than what we imagine. And so I want to encourage you as we're out of time today to just always remember and to keep it in the front of your mind to say yes to the truth. Say no to everything else. And one truth that we've really got to walk in, so I want you to remember this and let it comfort you when it comes up is that in order to say yes to God, sometimes we have to say no to people. You can purchase a copy of today's show for $15. Call us at 615-754-0039 or send a check to the address on your screen. 
Be sure to mention the program number. Don't give in. God's word says you're an overcomer. It takes training. It takes discipline. And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith, and you fight for it. Visit monicaschmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.